0: You're listening to News to News Radio, heard coast-to-coast across America, with Jordan McNamara in the Desert of the News.
1: I'm Jordan McNamara. Welcome to News to News Radio, heard coast-to-coast across America in the Desert of the News. Tonight, we have our special guest, Catherine Jamie Onomaloo, a former stripper, now a CIA operative, going to be talking about... What really goes on in the CIA? Those questions that our callers have asked over the years and even tonight when we open the phone lines that they most want to know about. Because it's a secret world, isn't it? Nobody knows what really goes on behind the scenes of the CIA. Welcome, my guest. Catherine Daniel. Welcome to the show, Catherine. Hold uh, on, just a
2: minute, Jordan. I'm just blowing my nose. <laughs> <laughs> well, Justin was doing my toe polish. And, okay. Um, I inhaled some of the fumes and it set off my um, snot and I'm just snotting. Um,
1: Not good. Jocelyn, would you
2: toss that away and don't put it with the collection of the others? Are we ready?
1: Okay, Jordan, I'm ready. Okay, so tonight we're just discussing Mm -hmm. some questions our audience members have had over the years. And tonight we're going to open the phones. Mm -hmm. Questions about what really goes on behind the scenes of the CIA. You know, the stuff that we always want to know about. Mm -hmm. And so um, let me get the first question out of the way. (laughs) Is it just like... James Bond. Oh my god! Spy movies with the gadgets, well, the <laughs> fast car chases <laughs> through international cities. Yeah. Is it fast? Is it sexy? How many gadgets do you have?
2: Well, I can't tell you how many gadgets I have because I'd have to kill you. <laughs> but um, it is fast. Um, but it's not sexy unless you're one of those operatives. Now I did not do um, any of those things, even though I was a stripper. Um, I was not on, um, you know, there's Air Branch, Marine Branch, Ground Branch. I was on Ground Branch of the Special Activities Division. I was not on Stripper Branch. And so um, I wasn't one of those, um, you know, human people. So I didn't do that. So what I did was not sexy. Um, it was fast, no fast car chases like in the James Bond movies because and the very there's a very simple explanation for that. And when you think about it, and as soon as I say the answer, your audience will go, oh, duh, yeah, of course. Because um, I was clandestine in special activities division, I always had to blend in and be mysterious and like no one knew I was there kind of a thing. And I had that magical sense with the audience anyway. And I can just, you know, no one knew I was a stripper. No one knew I was a fabulous dancer and I got the moves and everything. No one knew that I can do psychic terror readings with the energy level muscle testing on my tits. I was ground branch, not stripper branch. I had to blend in and no one knew I was there. Um and it takes a while when you're embedded in a situation, either solo or with a small team, maybe three or four people, or more than that. It could be a team of a hundred um you know, indigenous people, you know, doing guerrilla warfare and there's four of you operatives leading a team of a hundred. It could be any kind of a thing, but no one knew that I was who I really am. And uh kinda like that. So You have to blend in, and a lot of people don't, they don't get that, you know. It's about concealment, Um, you know, and there was a lot of counter-espionage, counter-intelligence going on. Um, you know, I've got a lot of cousins in the CIA. That's slang for CIA oh, operatives. Got it. And uh, kind of like that.
1: Now, let's just go over, like, some of the things that go on that uh-huh. we hear about in the news okay. that we don't really understand. Like, some people are always talking about, you know, with these missions in Afghanistan, right. the five eyes oh, are in on this. Uh-huh. And they know what's going on. There's espionage and then echelon is involved. Okay, yeah. What what does that mean, what I just said? Because I don't know what it means in the way you know what it means. <laughs> oh God, this
2: FSC McCoffer never should Smoking, it probably would have healed it. Let's talk about, okay, the Five Eyes is a spying alliance of uh, the USA, Canada, the UK, Australia, and New Zealand, okay? And they are responsible for all kinds of things like espionage, which you mentioned. That's obtaining secrets from enemies or competitors, Um, A false flag operation, that's like when a terrorist attack was in fact orchestrated by someone else posing as terrorists. Um, And that's different from false flag recruitment. Now that occurs when a recruiting officer makes you think he's working for a friendly government like your own when in fact he's working for the enemy. That gets into the double agent and kind of stuff like that. But Echelon, because you mentioned that, That is a uh, global network of signals interceptors serving um, SIGINT, agencies of the UK-USA alliance, okay? They can listen in and intercept anything from telephone conversations to texting, fax, email, internet, um, whether it's private, political, diplomatic, or military, okay? Um, They can engage in um, EU, EW, that's electronic warfare, and it gets um, pretty, you know, complex. If they've got, um, they're dealing with the honeypot, for example, um, you know, and depending on what, what part of the intelligence cycle they're dealing with, um, you know, or maybe we're dealing with a Katsa, that's a case officer, a Masada out of Israel, or the KGB, um, we're going to have to use a letterbox. You know, that's a go-between. And um, what we need to do is, before we can do all of that that I just said, We come up with what we call a legend, and that is the story of who our fake person is when we go in and blend in, and no one knows who we really are, and we're the fake person. So that's a few of the things.
1: Okay, so now let's talk about these assassinations Uh that go on, right? Um, Because a lot of people think that the CIA is this rogue organization, Uh you know, that they are really just criminals that go out and they're just, you know, hired assassins right. that go and kill people all over the world. Right. And how can that possibly... Why are they allowed to get away with it? How is it legal for them to do it? But it's illegal for us to go and do the same thing.
2: Okay, so let's talk about, first of all, it is legal for them to do it. And everyone can look this up. Just look up United States Code... Title 50. War and National Defense. Okay? Um, and you can go through all the chapters on that. I mean, there's just there's like 43 chapters. So, it covers everything from the Council of National Defense, um, alien enemies, espionage, um... Let's see, atomic weapons, special nuclear materials, willful destruction of war or national defense material, um, aircraft, helium gas, insurrection, all kinds of things. Uh, uniform code of military justice, um, wind tunnels, a lot of people don't know about that. National emergencies, the War Powers Resolution
0: don't go away. We'll be right back with more News to News Radio with Jordan McNamara her coast to coast across America in the desert of the news.
1: I'm Jordan McNamara here on News to News Radio her coast to coast across America in the desert of the news talking with my special guest again Catherine Jamie CIA operative and we're talking about how is it legal the CIA gets away with everything? You know, they go out and kill people. They lie about who they are. They're a fake identity. They tell lies, they spy, they <laughs> kill, they destroy.
2: All kinds of And it's legal. It
1: is. And you were saying it's legal because of what?
2: Of Title 50 in the United States code, USC, Title 50. Anybody can look it up. see all the different things you can read the whole code it's right there it is legal so now why a lot of people might not like what the cia does um that does not mean that what they do is illegal and you would mentioned selective assassination you know assassinations let's talk about that that is a policy okay that involves selecting the targets using weapons using arms using special training cover-up strategies, right? All designed to put a situation into play that an assassination will occur and sometimes you got to come in in secret and in silence and then do the deed, right? Kill the person and get out of there without no one knowing that it was you who did it even you know people who know your fake identity you got to get out of there very quickly without a trace this is very very dangerous and very very difficult now luckily we've invented toilet bombs so we can we can blow up someone on the toilet when we don't want more than one person um killed and that's often done these days these toilet bombs Um, and that also gets into our plausible deniability perhaps they were just constipated and blocked up Um, plausible deniability is the term given to the creation of loose and an informal chain of command in government so regarding assassinations or false flags or black ops like I do every day um, or other illegal or otherwise disrespectable, unpopular activities when those become public high ranking public officials can deny any connection or awareness to the things that are done um, and they probably won't even know who actually carries out the act whether it's an agent or an officer or both so because this is about politics plus espionage, deniability is about the ability of a powerful player or an actor to avoid, you know, blowback really is what it's about. And you just secretly arrange for an action to be taken on your behalf, so like I'm like the audience warmer upper. I don't go out and kill people. I don't have the gadgets. You asked if I had any gadgets. No. I'm the audience warmer upper. I plan scenarios, and then other people go and do the deed. Okay. And this is also compartmentalization. Now I may or may not know who's actually doing the deed. They are, may or may not know who was the the audience warmer upper. So we have. It's kind of. It sounds like a an oxymoron, a chain of plausible deniability, where we know some things, but we don't know other things, and that way we can factually, truthfully say, I don't know what happened. I don't know who did it. You know, go take a flying leap at the moon and bother somebody else. I got better things to do. <laughs> I like that. You know, it's just fabulous. Now we're going to go to a
1: break when we come back and want to talk about terrorist organizations.
0: We'll be right back after this message with News to News Radio and Jordan McNamara heard coast to coast across America in the desert of the
1: news. I'm Jordan McNamara. I'm here with my special guest here you on know, News to News Radio. uh mm-hmm. coast to coast across America so in the of the news. We're going to open the phone lines. Okay. We have our callers ask questions, <laughs> Catherine. Is that all right? Oh, fabulous. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Caller, you're on the air. What's your question for Catherine?
2: Hi, caller. <laughs> hi, it's hi, hi, Glenda. Hi, oh, Glenda. I just think this topic is so fascinating. I am I fascinated to ask you about mm-hmm. terrorists and um, have you done anything with the terrorists? Oh my God! There's a lot of terrorists <laughs> in the world, and oh, I was oh, just yeah. wondering um, what you could tell us about terrorists. Yeah, what yeah. do you know
1: about? Have you dealt with terrorists oh, yeah. one yeah. on one? Have yeah. you yeah. talked to him? Have yeah. you killed him? Yeah. What have you done? What do you know about the terrorists?
2: Yeah, I'm just getting some hand sanitizer here. Well, the terrorist thing is really interesting because, um, you know, terrorists to some people, freedom fighters to another, right? And um, a lot of organizations are accused of being a terrorist organization. We hear about this, you know, and they all have their names, right? And, of course, they deny being terrorist organizations, Um, but they use terrorism behavior as a military tactic to achieve their goals. So... The problem with this is that there is no international consensus on the bureaucratic definition of terrorism, okay? So this is like we have a list of organizations who are or have in the past been terrorist organizations. Um, Either we've called them that or they've been called that by other people um, or even the United Nations, okay? So terrorists and terrorist organizations have a significant impact on the global state of the world and global governance and politics, geopolitics, okay? And the geopolitical path that we're always following. Um, The oldest form of terrorism is actually religious terrorism. That's when you think about it, it's like, yeah, because everyone has a different belief about what's good and what's evil and how it should be handled. So we're always dealing with that. Um, uh, one of the oldest words in the defeating of terrorism, of course, is the assassin, or the hashashin. Okay, it's an unusual group, um, the hashashin of Islamic origin, and it flourished in the 13th century. Um, I remember because I knew a few of them. That's a joke, I'm not that old, but um, anyway. So Religious terrorism is a form of religious violence in the name of a religion, um, kind of like that. Now, I've never killed a terrorist, but I know people who have. Wow. Um, through various forms of torture. Now, let's talk um, about
1: that. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about that since we now know through Title 50 mm-hmm, the right. United States Code that this is legal. It's, it's all legal. Yes, it is. For the CIA mm-hmm. to do what they do. Mm-hmm. And let's talk about the torture. Okay. another caller is going to ask a question about that. Okay. Uh, Even though I just brought it up, but they had the same idea going on. A lot of people want to know about it, (laughs) Catherine. Caller, what's your question?
2: Caller, what would you like to ask me about torture? this is Pastor and Turner. I called because I heard you talk about religious terrorism, and I just like you to talk about the torture (laughs) and what kinds of torture is torture. Okay. To distinguish it from religious terrorism because a lot of people accuse Pernod and Blessed Souls Ministries to sovereign Jesus of God Mm -hmm. of being a religious terrorist Uh, because sometimes when I see a sinner committing a sin in the church, I will go up and just hold on just a minute. Hmm. I'll do an example right here. Okay. I will go up and if it's a small little white lie kind of a sin, uh-huh. like not putting enough money in the offering bowl, okay. when I know they got the books. I will slap their face. Okay. And then if I know it's a real big sin, I take my big Bible, I got a big Bible right here, weighs about 20 pounds, and I just beat, beat them, demon, out, demon, out. Okay, yeah. And I will beat the Bible uh-huh. on their head and uh, don't do too much damage though, because these people is ugly. Uh-huh. And uh, that's Real difficult for me because people accuse Purd of this religious terrorism and religious torture. Sure. Oh, sure. And that's oh, why sure. I wanted you to talk about that from the CIA mm-hmm. standpoint is that what I was doing is not torture, it is religious healing from Jesus and God and Pur. This is a good question uh, Jordan. because I have yeah. that Holy Ghost fire training. And I don't know how I'm supposed to stand up there reading the sermons out of the Bible, yeah. trying to feel holy when uh-huh. I look out there and see how ugly, wonky they are. That is
1: an excellent question. Oh, it you know, yeah. how do they define yeah, torture and distinguish it from uh-huh. the terrorism? Yeah. Isn't it the same thing? Is
2: Perky not a terrorist? I work for Jesus. Torture is any act that involves severe pain, whether physical, uh, physical or psychological. And that pain is intentionally inflicted on someone um, as a means of intimidation, uh, revenge, punishment, getting information, deterrence, preventing something. Okay. It can be used as um, a way to get information, okay. extract a confession. Okay. Torture is used to coerce people to control, influence, manage them, to nudge them. We love that word. We've all got T-shirts in the wet T-shirt contest. Stay
0: tuned for the shocking conclusion with Jordan McNamara on News to News Radio, heard coast to coast across America in the desert of the news.
1: We're back with my special guest talking about what really goes on in the CIA, the things... You can't know about because they don't want you to know, even though it's legal. Catherine, we were talking about torture, and our callers have called in and asked some questions. Let's continue where we left off about torture as a means of
2: manipulation. Yeah, because I was not torturing my congregation when they say that they don't have as much money as someone else in the front pew. You know, someone... Plus a lot of money in the offering bowl in the front pew. But then the farther back they get, they have less and less money. And I think, you know, I deserve to slap them or beat them with the Bible. It's just the demons out. And then sometimes like Bobby Bogler is always wiping his boogers on the underside of the pews. And so we tie him up and beat him like a pinata until the money falls out like little candies. And so Bobby Bogler has endured torture and pain. Uh, we tie him up, we beat him with the stick, um, we hit him with pillows, and sometimes I turn the hose on him. He's a real ugly, wonky person, but uh, that family has a lot of money, and I'm determined to get that to Jesus and get it out of their stingy hands. Well, that ain't torture, that's righteousness. Well,
1: Title 50 of the United States Code is only for uh cia people isn't that right or for the war no, that's, powers no, that's not action right. committee or whatever it's not for religious freedom to do whatever you want to your congregation well, yes, help me is. out here catherine
2: no it, it is because jesus talked about how we sovereign citizens and so we can do it everywhere i do not recognize the laws that is man-made on the world of satan i follow god's law and god comes to Pernit and says you slap their face if they're not giving enough money to Jesus. So that's what I do. I gotta follow okay. the Lord. Here, here, I am tired of people not giving okay. money to Jesus.
1: Catherine, what say you about this? Well, uh,
2: first of all, um, the Title 50 is the War and National Defense. Uh, part of the united states code and so you can again look that up just go on the internet look up title 50 of the united states code and you can read all through it's got everything um that you could ever want to read in there about everything in it but torture is almost universally considered to be an extreme violation of human rights um, and that is stated in the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. Okay. signatories of the Third Geneva Convention and the Fourth Geneva Convention agree not to torture projected persons like enemy civilians A prisoner of war, okay, whether in armed conflicts, um, but also signatories of the UN Convention Against Torture agree not to intentionally inflict severe pain or suffering on anyone that would include in your church, okay? Um, you cannot do that, torture them, to get information out of them, or a confession, or to punish them, or coerce them, or any of that, um, Okay, in the current legal status of torture, you can look up in the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, which was adopted by the United Nations General Assembly. Okay. Article 5 states, and I quote, No one shall be subjected to torture or to cruel, inhuman, or degrading treatment or punishment. There we go. And you can look that up.
1: Oh, no, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. Can I ask you a question? Yes, go ahead. (laughs)
2: We're going to watch the love when I'm done with this phone call. Okay. So, honey. Yes. Oh, dear. I'm sorry. Okay.
1: Um, I'm still on the vegetable.
2: Okay. I can tell. Yeah. Wow. I'm tired. You know, yeah. I'm tired. Uh, my question is about if you... Can't torture someone, do they have, like, that truth flashlight oh that can gosh. flash like in the movies? <laughs> I'm just doing hand sanitizer. Of, um, what was that called? Um, Men in Black. Anyway, yeah. like a truth Serum oh, a truth one. injection? Do you do that shit? Oh, that is a good question. Lily. I was wondering the same thing. Do you have like a magic lasso like Wonder Woman oh, the Oh, my gosh. And she uses that rope, and it turns yellow like the color of golden sapphires, that gem of the gold of the Ark of the Covenant. Mm-hmm. And she has a lasso, and it makes people tell the truth or Jesus is going to get yeah, him. Yeah, what
1: about that, Catherine? Do you have the men in black with a little flashlight that can you know, wipe their memory out of their brain because they saw an alien from a UFO, <laughs> or do the opposite, compel them to tell the truth?
2: Interestingly enough, there is a truth serum um, drug that is used for getting information out of people when they're unwilling, when they're uncooperative, when they're difficult, um, and maybe they're even trained to withstand certain levels of torture, so we will have to give them a drug. Uh, in the past, it's, you know, been things like ethanol or uh, scopolamine, um, the anesthetic induction agent known as sodium uh, theopentol, which a lot of people know as sodium pentothal. Uh, but these are sedatives that interfere with the judgment in our brain and higher cognitive functionability. So alcohol is often used as the truth serum. I mean, you know, take someone out for a drink and they'll spell anything right. And that's also where different uh, levels of ground branch uh, will go in under the special activities division if they're in the stripper phase. Um, I was in the dancer phase. And then other strippers would go and have the sex act with the alcohol and then sometimes do the dirty, dirty. Oh and I don't mean sex. I mean actually kill the person. After they obtained that truth, um, after or they gave him the truth serum. So, sure. you know, kind of like are the drugs for the truth serum, like... Why can't they have that
1: be over-the-counter and them mm. to kids and school and prisoners oh, and shit? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um,
2: if it has such magical powers and it always okay. works for people to tell the truth. Well, yeah. isn't that going on already with these COVID vaccines? I think that's a truth serum that's getting people to lie so that they don't have to get the Pegasus spyware in their, in their phones. Um, without the truth serum, they're going to do both together. They're doing the 5G technology of the microchips from Bill Gates. Because, you know, he went to Cornell the same time that Fauci did. They was roommates No, no they And were. they graduated on the same day no, wearing no, the no. same gown. No, no, and no. And then they invented the 5G technology for the microchips of the COVID vaccines to tie your brains into a DNA neural loop through the galaxies with the UFOs. That's what I heard. And this last injection of these COVID booster shots, the booster shots is the truth serum. And since they got the Pegasus spyware no. now on everyone's devices, <laughs> they're going to have all of us babbling the truth and revealing everything. So the spyware was just sort of a false flag, I think, something like that. And this is a terrorist operation. That's what I heard yeah. in, in my QAnon newsletter at my Bible study mm-hmm. group this last week. That's what I heard, honey, that these truth drugs is everywhere and they're super powerful.
1: What about that, Catherine? Yeah. Why aren't we using these drugs that are ultra powerful and make people tell the truth? <laughs> well...
2: Well, actually, there are a lot of lies and misinformation and disinformation out there in the asymmetric warfare battlefield, um, that these, um, intelligence interrogation drugs have magical abilities, magical powers, when they don't, okay? Any kind of information obtained by publicly disclosed truth drugs, um, you know, people who are interested in that, they've just, the information is unreliable. It's not true, it's a lie. They're mixing fact with fantasy, and that's what you get on the alt-right, the far right and the far left. A lot of conspiracy theories, and a lot of that is coming from the general public themselves, and not from um, an agent provocateur, you know, what we call an agent provocateur, someone posing as a member of subversive group, Um, to entice riots and things like that. You know, a plant. Um, But that's not going on. The CIA is not putting this information out there. That's just being made up by the general public, mainly because they're stupid, and um, they're into catastrophizing. They're into panic porn, disaster porn, uh, expecting the worst, waiting for the other shoe to drop. It's learned helplessness, programmed helplessness and hopelessness, programmed fear, anxiety, and doubt from the media. It's catastrophizing. And it's a neurosis. It's a delusion. It's psychosis. Oh, my goodness. Are you saying that Vernon is nuts? Are you calling me a religious terrorist? Because you think no. I was doing this truth serum no, to say a, a bunch of lies? I'm not a covert spy. I'm an agent okay. for Jesus. I'm on a mission to save the world. Say, Jesus, okay, and it? so
1: <laughs> can we cut him off? Did you wow. dump him? Yeah, because <laughs> he was getting a little upset. Catherine, yeah. what would you call a reaction like that Uh that just happened what does the cia call that i don't know what the cia calls it but i thought that was a
2: of shit honey talking to you like that when you're such a movie star well we learn how to put up with crap like that it's the technical term is blowback you know um it's a term used in espionage to describe the unintended consequences of covert operations even though on this radio program I'm being overt. Oh yeah. I'm not covert, you know. <laughs> oh, okay. can I think I can ask you one more question, Yes.
1: You guys? Yes. Go ahead. So
2: can I drink it. <clears throat> so, so, I'm okay.
1: Okay. Okay, honey. Let's go. Glenda. Yeah, you know, this term black ops. Uh huh. Well, my question's about. <laughs> The black sites. Okay. Do you ever work at a black site? You know, yes. what is that? Yeah. Yeah, Catherine, we got less than 20 seconds before the end of the show. What about black sites? Do you work at
2: <laughs> Listen to my answer very carefully. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> now, that's just a little hint about what a black site is. It's a military term that has been used by the United States intelligence agencies to refer to uh, any classified facility that is officially denied in terms of its existence by the U.S. government. Okay so um you know this term came up because people thought that we had secret prisons generally outside of the mainland U.S. territory legal jurisdiction um and that we had secret prisons with like little or no political or public oversight so um black sites is something that officially does not exist, and when in reality they may or may not (laughs) actually exist. Oh my god. Oh my god, military secrets, Uh. that's so fascinating, that's amazing, that's so exciting. So thanks, honey, anyway, I'll hang up now and listen to the rest of the show. Thank you, Glenda! before I watch love Okay, alright. Thank you, I love your show, right. Thank you! you ever have a book come out, I want an autograph. Okay, Okay,
1: thank you, night, Glenda. Glenda. So, Catherine, it's the end of the show. Would wow. you be able to come back so Absolutely. we can finish this discussion about of your involvement in the <laughs> ground branch of the CIA Special Activities Division, <laughs> not as a stripper? Can you come back? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. So good to talk to you, Catherine. Thank you,
2: Jordan. We look
1: forward to having you back on the show. Well, that's it for another episode. We always run out of time, don't we? Talking about the things they don't want us to talk about here on News to News Radio. Stay tuned for the next show. Good night, everyone.
0: You've been listening to News to News Radio with Jordan or Her coast of bills across America and the desert of the news. Follow us on Instagram.com slash Big
2: Juju Media.